0: back to the podcast Crossing the Line. This time I'm Cheryl Mitchell and Noah is not here. This is a bonus episode. This is a bonus episode because I've had some questions and first of all thank you for the feedback and the excitement over our first episode as you can tell is an underproduced podcast which is what we want. We want to be authentically us, and in doing so, you might hear some bleeps in there or things that we did not edit, so we're going with the underproduced version. I am putting this out there as a bonus episode in between our first and our second episode, and here's why. So there's been some talk, uh, or I've had some questions about different kinds of things, and... um, I'm just going to talk about a topic. I'm going to talk about Gen Z. I'm going to talk about Gen Z because I've had some questions and I've had some interesting responses. First of all, Noah and I are going to have a blast doing this podcast for you. And what started out as sort of this challenge, and as you heard on our intro, is that we come from different generations, different age groups, and instead of being frustrated with one another, it's been fun, and what we really want to happen with this podcast is this young and old banter, and I call that banter because that's just the word I'm going to use, but what I'm seeing happen y'all is this, it's like there's this bridge and on one side of the bridge is the old, you know, the, let's call them Gen X's, but above boomers, uh, you know, I don't know, 60 to 80, 90 years old. And on the other side of that bridge are these young people and nobody really wants to come in the middle because, and I'm probably going to, I'm hoping I'm going to stir the pot. Actually, that's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping that I can help us walk this bridge and we can interpret and and so forth. It's really not an us against them. It's a what can Noah learn from me who, frankly, I'm probably not any smarter than him. I've just been around a little longer and collected more experiences. And I've collected more experiences because I've been around longer. Some good ones, some not so good ones which actually have all helped me get where I am. And so this, you know, it's not us against them. It's, it's what can Noah learn from me? And what can I learn from Noah? So I have this question posed to me. Why don't the young to, want to listen to the senior citizens who have a lot of wisdom and knowledge? Why don't they want to listen to us? Well, I think sometimes they don't want to listen to you. And I've had this said to me in my life. They don't want to listen to because it's not a listening. It's not a dialogue. It's a us telling them how it should be. And if we if, the, if they don't believe what we believe and see it the way that we see it, then they're wrong. And it's not a dialogue. And you know what? They want a dialogue. My experience is that the young, Generation Z or whatever you want to call them, under 30, they want to hear from you. They just don't know how to approach you. They don't know how to approach you because you're so different than they are. And might and I just say... For years and years and years and years and years and generations and generations back to Socrates, we've been saying, oh, this next generation is don't know what they're doing. They don't know what they're doing. We didn't know what we were doing either. So what if we what if we approached it in a different way and we said, "Okay, hey, you 80 something, you do have a lot of experience and wisdom. These young kids don't have, they have not been taught how to do that. Read any book. I'm reading A a New Kind of Diversity by Tim Elmore. Amazing book that talks about this. There are all kinds of gaps and there are reasons that this is happening. And I think that's part of our mindset. And I get there too. Frankly, it moves so fast. I get scared or I get nervous because I can't keep up. Like, It hurts my head and that's when I kind of go, okay, I'm gonna cry uncle and I, I, I don't know what, so I'm gonna call on a young person. So it's not that they don't want to listen to us. It's that they don't know how to speak your language. They do not know what it's like. This is the first generation Ever, And please take this to heart. This is the first generation ever that has had technology from birth. So when you say take your phones away, that actually scares them. And it is uh, disconnecting them. So there's a lot of reasons, and there are books that are written, there are, there's research being done, and and so should it be this way? Do we wish it were this way? No, we don't, but it is. So the question is, what do we do about that? How do we help them? How do we bridge that gap? How, instead of you standing on your side of the bridge going, well, why don't they listen to me? And I have lots of things to say. And the young over here saying, well, we have some really good ideas, but these people don't want to listen. I, I can't tell you the number of conversations that I have, and I listen. I, I, in meetings today, and I'm listening to it. Well, I just you can't. They don't want to work. They don't want it this. They don't want it that. They, and and we keep saying that. And I have to say, I get a little frustrated with that when I say, why don't we problem solve that? And we cannot problem solve that and undo all of the things that got them here. We can't. Now there are ways to leverage those issues and to make it better for them. We can't do that until we understand how they got here, why they behave the way they do. And if you really stop to think about it, I don't care what your age, I don't care. Your parents probably said, oh my goodness, this is going to hell in a handbasket and the world is over, right? I mean, we've been saying these things for years. Now, the difference is, it is a bit different because of the technology, which we love. And let's be honest, we're all addicted to it. All of us, regardless of our age. And so, knowing that, seeking first to understand, in the words of Stephen Covey, understand it because then I know and I can identify what I need to do differently but just complaining and bitching about it is not helping society and frankly it's making these young people not want to talk to us because they don't know how they I have had so many people say to me young people Cheryl I can you help me with language, and how do I approach someone that I'm working with or working for? How do I, how do I approach them and ask a question when I want to know what they have to say? Y'all, they're scared of you, <laughs> and you're scared of them. So how, how can we? I mean, how do we be an interpreter? How do we, how do we bridge that? I mean, I read something this week that it's not business to business anymore. It's not business to commerce that's the most important. It's human. To human, and if COVID didn't show us that the value of human connection, the value of face to face, the value of, of dialogue, I mean the statistics that I'm reading in these books, it's amazing. They want to pick up the phone and talk to you. Uh, shocker, right? We think they don't want to talk on the phone. They do. So. So, wow, this has probably been like a soapbox. And if, just for the record, I'm not standing on a box while I'm seeing this, this as I'm recording this, I, I am energized every conversation I have with the young. They're an asset to us, they're our, to our companies. And folks, whether we like it or not, they're not going away. They're not.' They're, they're, they're in our workforce. They're, they're growing the most uh, they're growing in our population, in the workforce. and and there's beauty to be had. Are there frustrations? Yes, I'm not dismissing it. I'm not saying that it's easy. I don't live under a rock. I hear you. I also hear them. And I also think, you know, How do we problem solve this? How do we each take a step on that bridge to meet in the middle and say, you know what, okay, hey, I don't see it the way you see it because I don't have that lens. They're fresh, they're new. You would not expect a baby to walk and talk the way a 10-year-old does. So why are we expecting 18 and 19 and 20 and 25-year-olds to behave like 50 and 60 and 80 year olds. It's a wrong expectation. So I encourage us to think about, this is a dialogue, not a monologue. And, and you know what? I I mean, I'm going to use my own kids. I had a conversation with my oldest son and uh, he's a, well, uh, he's 26. And so the conversation is, mom, this is what I believe. And I, I mean, to be very honest, I don't believe what he believes. And I'm thinking, my God, I raised him. How can he believe that? But here's what we had. We had a dialogue. I didn't say you're wrong and how can you think that? And I raised you differently. Help me understand how you got to that. And in part of the conversation, okay, is are his facts correct? Are his facts incorrect? but the beauty of it was it was a dialogue and i went okay i understand you a little bit better i don't have to agree with you i'm not going to i'm not going to change my view on that yet i understand my son better so as much and let me back up on that for a minute i think about the conversations i have had with people who have retired which is a whole nother maybe bonus episode. When you retire, do we prepare for retirement? Do you have something else in mind to replace the 50, 60, 70, 80, 90 hours a week that you've worked in your life? Because let's say on a Friday, you know, it's your last day and you have purpose and you've you're answering questions and you're making decisions and you're driving and you're, it's all good and on Monday the biggest decision you're gonna make is what's for lunch So there's a lack of purpose that and we're we're made as human beings to have purpose. We're made as human beings to have purpose and so that's part of what I hear this older generation saying we have so much wisdom and and when we die it all goes away so, Who wouldn't want that? You're correct. It's the approach in which we do that. Do we set up situations and provide space to say, okay, young people who are absolutely clueless. I mean, you're gonna hear that on this podcast with Noah. He really is kind of clueless. But why wouldn't he be? He doesn't know what I know. So how do we see the beauty? And the gifts in each of the ages and each of the generations, if you will, that come before us and will come after us. They do have good ideas. They're different than ours. And speaking for myself, I don't understand some of them because I wasn't taught that. It doesn't move as fast in my mind. And And so so how do we come together, right? How do we stand on either side of that bridge and take a step forward to the other side and say, you know what? I don't have to agree with you. I'm not going to change my moral standing. I'm not going to change my view on that. But that doesn't mean I can't have a conversation and I can't have a dialogue and I can't listen and hear you Maybe sometimes we have to get out of our own way. And the young people, some of the most beautiful relationships you can have are with the older people in your life. I'm going to come back to my son again, and he has an amazing relationship with his grandparents. But he reaches out to them, and he listens to them, and, and, you know, it's because there's dialogue back and forth and, and tell them about your life. They want to hear that. We're humans. And in the work that I do as a speaker and a coach and working with different organizations, inside agriculture and outside agriculture, and um, I, I, I keep I keep remembering at the at the very beginning and at the very end of all of it, we are humans. We're human beings, not human doings. We want connection. We're made for connection. We're made to dialogue. We're not made to be in isolation. So what perspective do we come with? What filter do we come with immediately thinking, well, they're not going to listen to us or they don't want to hear what we have to say because young people, you know, and why don't, why, why are we labeling? And, and what if we came to the middle and had a dialogue? And wow, what could we learn? So I ask myself a lot, what, what are the filters that I come with and the judgment that I come with predetermined that make me not really be present in a conversation and hear what I might be missing? And young people, what, you know, what do you have or how, what do you need from us that we can help you? And, And again, this, as we said last week, this podcast is for practical. This is practical information. Let's check our perspectives. Let's check our dialogue versus our monologue. Let's check ourselves in that. Do we need to get out of our own way without passing judgment or, you know, and, and then we can have a heated conversation and, and walk away not offended. Every generation thinks the generation after them or the two after them is broken. I mean, it it's an age-old problem, right? Which is beautiful because it's the human condition. It's the human condition. So I'm here with a bonus episode because, well, it's a platform. And maybe I'm going to get you to think a little bit. Maybe I'm going to stir the pot and have you... Call me and say, how can you say that? I would love it. In fact, I talked to Noah about this and I said, what if down the road we have a listener question episode where you email me or you text me or you reach out on my website and you submit a question and we're going to collect them all and I'm not going to tell Noah what the questions are. We'll read them and answer them in a podcast episode where we're just being us raw saying, oh, wow, this is what I think about that. Or, oh, I didn't think about how to answer that question. What would that be like? So I do encourage you, reach out. Mitchell328 at gmail.com is my email. Go to my website, Cheryl B. Mitchell, and submit a question or sign up for my newsletter and, and send that back to me. I want to collect your questions, your topics. What are you know things that you'd like us honestly to talk about? I mean, I am going to ask Noah this question. Okay, why don't the young people want to listen to the old people? Because I'm telling you, the old people are concerned about that, and I, I'm you know classifying old old people are concerned about that. It's bothering them. They see things changing and and it's scary because this world used to look different and what is coming feels really bad and really heavy and how can we help change that so we're hopeful and i will say to you there is beauty in every conversation i have there's beauty in the young i get energized differently and i and i see the plight of the older generation Let's have dialogues. Let's not just have monologue. So reach out. Give me your questions. Tell me, tell us what you're thinking. And we will continue to interact with you in that way and bring you some authentic questions and answers. And maybe not. Maybe we just leave it out there for you to wonder. Thanks for listening. As always, rate, review, share this. Let us know how we're doing. And I just encourage you, be human with each other. Because at the end of the day, we're all made for connection. If you enjoyed this podcast and would like to hear more, please subscribe wherever you like to listen to podcasts. Rate and review. Let us know what you think. Check out my website, CherylBMitchell.com to subscribe to the newsletter to get wisdom and savviness in between our podcasts as well as to connect with me on ways that we could work together to help you cross the lines. Until then, keep hustling and busting your butt to be better.